are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. We're back in business. We are back after a week off. Even though we did have a show, it was pre-recorded, so uh, we had some vacations going on. It was much needed. Uh, I think Chev got a little bit more relaxation than I did. Vacation um, <laughs> with the toddler is not so much a vacation. I will say that right now, so beware of that. Uh, but glad to be back. I did miss you guys. I was planning on taking my... Uh, podcasting stuff down to the shore, down the shore as they call it here in the Northeast. But the Wi-Fi there was so bad. I told Pork I tried to check my bank account and <laughs> the website actually timed out before it connected. So it was bad. But there we go. Sonar Pork in the house too. So uh, speaking of which, joining us, like always, we got Pork in. How's it going, Pork? Doing great. Uh, glad to be talking about QBs today and uh, hanging out with the boys. Yeah. Good to be back, and uh, welcome back, Nate Christian. Nate, he was with us on the Devi episode last week, which hope you guys all checked out. How you doing, Nate? I'm doing pretty good. I enjoyed ranking my quarterbacks. It, the top five was pretty easy. After that, it was a little bit stickier. But uh, quarterbacks, I love quarterbacks in fantasy football. I hate one-quarterback leagues. Quarterbacks are important in the real life. They should be important in your fantasy football leagues. just makes sense. I agree. And also joining us back from his first real vacation ever, we got Chevin Nooney. How's it going, Chev? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Definitely uh, getting used to some things, being the married life now, but nothing to complain about. But I do have a little bit of history for you boys. In 1970, the second ever NFL work stoppage ends with the NFL and Players Association agreeing to a four-year, $19.1 million deal which is absolutely nothing these days. So good job, <laughs> NFLPA. I mean, I'll still take it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm still going to gladly take some of that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But uh, all right, so we're going to rank some quarterbacks. We are going to do consensus rankings. So it's going to be the same as our previous episodes, and we'll keep it short around 45 minutes or so for you guys. So let's get started. Uh, number one, I think we could all pretty easily say this one Blake is Blake Bortles. Shut yeah. up, Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. too soon. That's Mahomes. Uh, it's it's Mahomes number two. Patrick Mahomes the second. Oh, number one. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. Patrick Mahomes the second is number one. Okay, you're confusing me. I was going <laughs> to say you have some. I know what you mean. <laughs> There, I put the second on there for you. So Patrick Mahomes, the second. <laughs> we could all say that that's pretty consensus. He's our quarterback one. I figured that was going to be the easy one. And I feel like number two, however, is where we could start to see, you know, some people starting to disagree. I think I know where this is going to go for our resident Ravens fan. Need who do you have as QB two? <laughs> I got Lamar Jackson, the second ever unanimous MVP. 
the rushing upside two seasons in a row of 1,000 rushing yards. He's got an upgraded wide receiving core. I mean, come on. Fantasy football is about scoring points. No one really scores points as well as Lamar Jackson. That guy's out on the field. He is scoring points. He takes fourth quarters off because the team's winning so bad. He still scores 30 points in the game. You know, he has to go take a poop. He comes back, still scores points. Right. Lamar Jackson scores points. Doesn't matter what's going on, man. Well, hey, you got to throw the ball to the receivers to actually score some points. You don't have to issue. do that to score points. I know, but if, he, if the defense can figure it <laughs> no, out. Man, he's he not scoring points, man. I know he got to score points. I know, but he's got to start eating right soon. I keep taking boo-boos in the fourth quarter. I don't even know what's happening, but I also I have what's going on. Lamar Jackson is my quarterback too, as well. Uh, for all the reasons that Nate pointed out, there's other guys that if it was a real NFL game, you know, that's not the style of offense that I would normally run. I'd probably take somebody else. If I had to do a game-winning drive, you know, I want Tom Brady as my quarterback. Honestly, I wouldn't want Lamar Jackson in that situation. Well, depending on what type of defense is against, but this is about fantasy football, man, and it's season long. And Lamar Jackson just puts up numbers. That's what he does. He runs. He, you know, he's not as bad of a thrower as people say he is. And I think Rashad Bateman is going to elevate him. We also yes. have to understand that these quarterback rankings, it's fluid too. It's about the people around him as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he has Tyreek Hill. He has uh, Travis Kelsey. 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 Cornell Powell, my boy. You know, Lamar Jackson, he's got Mark Andrews. He's got... <laughs> Edwards, Gus Edwards. I love <laughs> that. Was just so random. It sounded right. out of left field there. Yeah, he's got Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman. I think Lamar Jackson's going to smash. I think uh, 2020, everybody wants to put that behind them. So I think he's going to have a great. Year. And you know what? Lamar actually had a lot of his numbers, like efficiency wise, were at the same level as they were the year before or even above. It was just a weird year with COVID. He missed a couple games. The team wasn't very good around him. Um, there's just, you know, Marquise Brown was way off. They just were not connecting on the deep ball. There were so many times that, you know, he threw a great ball and Marquise wasn't there or Marquise got open. He couldn't connect. You know, it, was, it went both ways. But, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Marquise Brown for fantasy football. But for Lamar Jackson, Marquise Brown is great for his upside because, you know, you never know when a 60, 70 yard touchdown is going to come out of the air with him. I like I think uh, Mark Hollywood best ball sorry go ahead yeah. no yeah i think marquise brown helps lamar so much even if he's not getting thrown the football because he's yep. taking the cover off the defense and we, we know lamar is not going to be that guy to just chunk it down deep every time like mahomes is so i mean that definitely opens it up for mark andrews and hopefully bateman uh, a little bit shallower so i mean I, I love lamar but i'm going with josh allen number two man i, I can't get away from him his rushing ability with his touchdown ability. I mean, he has no rushing offense other than him, it seems like, most games. So I'm sticking with Josh Allen at number two. And he's got Stephon Diggs to help him out there. And I, I think that's going to be a huge key for him. Now, if Bateman can elevate Lamar's game that much and Lamar can get to 3,800 passing yards, then Lamar is going to be absolutely incredible this next season. But he only had like 3.2, I think, this last season. So that, that definitely hurts him. I mean, if he could figure it out like he did last the season before where he just went absolutely bonkers throwing the football and mm-hmm. th- 36 touchdowns on like 33,000 or 3,300 yards, that is insane. If he can get to that yeah. potential again but just add some yardage with Bateman coming in, I think the sky's the limit for him. But I'm going to have to stick with Josh Allen at number two. But I was yeah. told that uh, Zach Moss was the running back one last year. So 
he could be the RB1 this season for their team. Technically. <laughs> but we're not going to see him fantasy relevant. I don't think RB1. Poor Cody got Behave, go. Mike. Behave, Mike. I have Josh Allen as well. Me and Chevron on the same wavelength as that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got Stefan Diggs there as a bona fide number one. And I kind of like that as my QB2 in this in this year's rankings. Um, they don't really have much of a running game. They keep trying to hype up Devin Singletary like he's going to do better than he's been doing prior years. But let's be real, he's a small back. And he he does an okay job, but that's not what they're looking for. Um, I'm a fan of Zach Moss as well, but he's not <laughs> – He's not it. He's just it's just not what it is. So you already know Josh Allen's gonna get those goal line touches. He's gonna scramble, do them flips and all this stuff. And he kinda kinda does what Lamar does, if you if you think about it, but throws for more yards. And I think that's where the discrepancy of fantasy points will go to. So Nate, how do we do this again? Because we're split here at our yep. quarterback too. All right. So Porkman and Chev, where do you guys have Lamar? I have Lamar at five. I have Lamar at four. Okay. Mike, where do you have Josh Allen? Three. I got him at four, so it seems like Josh Allen's our number two. Okay, perfect. Put it on the board. Josh Allen. I'm just keeping track of it here as well. So let's change that around. All right, so let's go. And so now we're just going to talk about who our next highest is, correct? Yeah. That's correct. I still got Lamar. All right. Well... Then, Phil, let's go to you. I have uh, Mr. Kyler Murray from the Arizona Cardinals. Um, small guy, chef's boy, Mr. <laughs> Scrambles. But surprisingly, he has a really good arm. And, again, just like what I was talking about with Josh Allen, he has an alpha wide receiver as well as the aging A.J. Green that if somebody wants to you know, say he's not going to be good – I advise him to actually look at the games this year because I think he actually is going to have a really good season. They have Rondell Moore as well. Uh, I believe they still need a tight end. I'm not really sure who their tight end is at this point. It's irrelevant. But, um, yeah, it's irrelevant. <laughs> um, he also gives you the rushing upside too. So for a small guy, for some reason, they can't find him because he's freaking four foot nine. <laughs> but he gets the job done, and he has a very above-average arm and – in that Cliff Kingsbury system, when they're spreading everything out, he has his choice to pick who he wants to throw the ball to. And I think with uh, veterans and those two outside receivers and Rondell Moore with the speed and explosiveness that he has, I think he's going to continue to have a good year um, with as well as Chase Edmonds as well and James Conner um, pounding the ball at the middle. Chef, who is your next highest ranked guy still left? Yeah, before I go, I'm going to talk to you. About pork boy saying, and I mean, Chase Edmonds, I've just been at practice watching. They put him all over the field, too. So he's going to catch passes out of the backfield. He's going to catch passes out of the slot. He's all over the field. I don't know where Christian Kirk is at. He hasn't been there. So I'm not exactly sure if they're trying to trade him away for some pieces or what. Um, But, I mean, this offense can be very explosive. I actually have Dak Prescott at number three. Um, I think that the ticks that he was getting last season, just how great he was passing the ball around. I know they weren't winning very many games because their defense was not very great, so they're playing from behind a lot. But I got a feeling that's going to be the case again this season. I don't think they did too many upgrades to their defense to get them to the next level. 
And I think it's going to be all in Dak Prescott's hands uh, moving forward again. So I know he was injured last season, but he still has that potential to get those rushing touchdowns, especially with the little play action that Zeke gives him. Um, and I mean, he has probably some of the best wide receivers in the NFL. So uh, I think everything's set up for him to be great again this season. Um, but yeah, I have Dak Prescott ahead of Kyler and Lamar. All right. Well, that uh, Nate and I had, we both had Lamar Jackson as our highest. So uh, therefore, yep. Lamar Jackson defaults to number three. So if you're listening along, we have Mahomes, Allen, and Lamar Jackson as our one, two, three. So, uh, Phil, who do you have as your highest available right now? I don't remember. Kyler Murray. Um, right right now, my highest. Yeah, I, I had Kyler. My highest available is uh, Justin Herbert. I had Lamar at four. Kyler, man. So, uh, <laughs> huh? What? How many weeks have we done I, this? I just Kyler. said I had Ky- I just talked about Kyler. Yeah, you yeah, don't talk about anything else, man. You got Kyler. Wait I know, turn. but I told you, I told you, I, I took Kyler, and my next person is Herbert. I don't care about your next I person. Just yet. About Kyler. <laughs> we're just talking about your next highest ranks because we're making this. So you have Kyler is left. Yes. Okay, I said Chris, I had Kyler. Down and I'm list, my next person. Right, That's so what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, Nate, who's your, your next highest right so now? So my quarterback three is actually <laughs> Kyler Murray. Okay. All right. And uh, Chev, how about you? Yeah, so I had Dak, but my QB set no, I was kidding. is Dak Prescott. <laughs> All right, so this one's going to be hard. So, well, Nate, you said Kyler, right? Yeah. And poor Kyler is your highest. My next one is actually Justin Herbert. Um, so it's going to default to Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler Murray. But, so we already talked about Kyler Murray a little bit, uh, but Pork, you seem to be pretty excited. Your next highest available is Justin Herbert, correct? Yes. Okay, so sure? Justin are you sure? Dude, I don't know, man. Kyler <laughs> Murray was my five, in case anyone's wondering. So I'm going to change mm. the banner. Uh, Pork, your next highest is Justin Herbert. All right, so yeah. why don't you take a minute and talk about Justin Herbert? You seem pretty excited about it. I am excited because we, we, me, Mike and I spent a whole bunch of time um, last year agreeing on a whole bunch of stuff, and one of them was Justin Herbert. Uh, while people were saying he was possibly going to be a bust, um, just based off some of the offense that we saw out of his college tape. Some of it didn't look good, but we can kind of see the intangibles. Um, when <laughs> Pat McAfee said when uh, Tyrod Taylor got stabbed with a golf tee, uh, Justin Herbert came in and just absolutely <laughs> – Eason season. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Justin Herbert absolutely just took over and just straight up stole the job and looked amazing. He has he and he does have sneaky uh, rushing upside as well. That's what I do like about him. Um, mm-hmm. But he has an elite receiver and Keenan Allen, as well as an elite receiving option and Austin Eckler. Um, I love the both of them as well. Not much Eckler, but because he's just a smaller guy. But Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they got our boy Josh Palmer, um, and I don't know if bring up Jalen Guyton, but. He was quick, and he did have a he did have a good rapport with him last year. So um, I'm really really high on her, but I wanted to put him higher, but I just couldn't put him higher on 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 the Boris other guys. You know, I find it really interesting if you look at like the top five because it looks sounds like we're probably going to have Herbert or you know Dak as one of the as number five here. All of these guys have really good wide receivers, except for Lamar Jackson. I'm just saying. Just shows you how talented Lamar Jackson is, man. 
doesn't even have a good wide receiver yet. Yeah. Just imagine yeah. what will happen if he if he had someone like a DeAndre Hopkins, a Stephon Diggs, a Tyreek Hill. You know, like man, can you imagine Tyreek Hill? That'd be the fastest offense in history. It has Just to be. Rashad Dude, Bateman better work out, man. It's about time. If, yeah. if Rashad Bateman doesn't work out, then you need to look at yourself in the mirror, Mister Lamar. Because well, Bateman is good. Bateman they have the real is real quarterback good. one there, Trace McSorley. So we're good. Stop it, Mike. Uh, just get the crap. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but Nate, your next highest available was again. I'm forgiving. Yeah. So my next highest available is Dak Prescott. Okay. Um, and Chev, yours is Dak. That's correct. Mine is Justin Herbert. So Pork and I are in agreement. Got some brainwaves going there. So how do we do this? Um, well, I guess let's see. Or do you guys have Dak? I have Dak next at six. Six. I have Herbert at six. I have Herbert at six. <laughs> Somebody flip a coin. I'll play rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Mike, ready? Uh, Wait, hold on. Is it Herbert with long hair or Herbert with short hair? He better have long hair. We need the long hair with the pimples. I gave okay, him the <laughs> Why don't we do it this way? Game-winning drive, just one word answer. Who do you want to have be your quarterback? Nate? Dak. Okay. Chev? Dak. Pork? Dak. I would say Dak. Same for me. So that's how we're going to do this one. How's that sound? All right. Game winning drives. The deciding factor, baby. Hey, that's important stuff. You know what I mean? All right, so we all know I was going to throw scissors. What were you going to throw? I was actually going to do paper. So. <laughs> Magic. So for a metaphor, Dak is scissors and Herbert is paper. <laughs> <laughs> Put that one in the graphic. <laughs> Save this. There we go. Flirt with uh, throw fans. All right. <laughs> we know that uh, Pork and I, our next highest available is Justin Herbert. Nate, who's your next highest available? Herbert's both of our sixes. So Yeah. Herbert's next oh. up for me. So it's Herbert. It's easy. Put it on yeah. the board. Watch out for Jared Cook this season. Yeah. Yes. Nice basketball play. I like that a lot. And, you you know, if you miss out on a tight end, great point, Chev. I like Jared Cook a little bit in redraft, too. Last year in a couple startups, I drafted uh, Jared Cook as my primary tight end, and it took Troutman really late. And now I have two starting tight ends that I can flex if I want to. So, And uh, if you want to hear it. Yeah, there you go, Dalton Schultz. If you want to hear us talk about tight end rankings, what I'm going to need you to do is go ahead on over to patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. We're going to be doing a tight end ranking episode after this. We're going to 12 on this, by the way. Thanks to Bob. Bob and all his great ideas. But we're guy. not going to 12 for tight ends because that would be. We don't have 12. <laughs> There's not 12 available. <laughs> there is that right, I so. want, at least. All right, so let's see. Who is our next highest available? We're going to start with me because I'm the host. My next highest available is Trevor Lawrence. This is Dynasty Rankings, after all. Superflex Dynasty Rankings. So I got T-Law next. Chev, how about yourself? I got Russell Wilson. I am not ready to put T-Law this high. I mean, he hasn't really done much. He's going to a team that's being led by Urban Meyer. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. Could Tim Tebow take over as quarterback? We don't know yet. It's in the plans, I think. But <laughs> I think Russ, Tebow could be there. You never know. Russell Wilson, I think, is just a guy that has Mr. Reliable. 
He has not finished out of the top 12 QBs ever in his career in the NFL. He's a guy that is just incredibly gifted with his feet. He can do whatever he wants. He can run around the pocket. He can extend plays like nobody else. And he's got the speed around him to make that work. You got DK Metcalf. You got Lockett. I mean, Chris Carson's not going to do much in the passing game, but there's other guys that they just drafted around them that can make this successful for Russell Wilson. I mean, he's a guy that I trust on, <laughs> on game winning drives. So, I mean, if he's going to do it, he'd be a guy that I'd want out there. He can sling the football. He's going to get you that rushing upside. And he's going to be safe about it, which is the best thing about him. With some of these younger guys that run the football, they take hits, and it doesn't make any sense to me. So Russell Wilson's a guy that I think that you can throw in your lineup and uh, set for – if you've got him – if you drafted him when he was a rookie, you've had him his whole career probably. So mm-hmm. uh, he's a guy that I definitely would like on my team. All right, so we got uh, – right now we got T-Law, we got Russell – Phil, how about yourself? Um, I'm going to go a little bit differently because this is an older guy. You like my fans, don't you, Mike? I know you do. I don't even know what to say um, about it right now. Only fans. <laughs> Are they even right? <laughs> no, I got them all. I'm going to turn them on real quick So it's about to get hot here. Um, Ooh. Aaron Rodgers, MVP. Yeah. I got him at number seven. MVP of the league. Still has Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones came back on the contract. He got his boy Randall Cobb back. What more do you want? I understand he's a little bit older, um, and I don't think he's going to retire. He's still got the juice. So at the end of the day, I still want him on my team, even if he's an older type of QB. Um, I can understand what Chev is saying. Um, He's not ready to put T-Law on there yet. (laughs) Feet, cheeks, and bacon grease, Mike? (laughs) That is something you would say. I probably would. So the first yeah. fans is three ninety nine a month. You get feet, cheeks, and bacon grease. I know. Yeah, I don't know if you want to see my uh my cheeks or my feet, but oh, I got hella bacon grease. Some people are into that, man. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to get into that demographic. What about T? What are you talking about? We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not in. I can't. I can't automatically. Nick, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> Just enjoying the show, man. <laughs> I can't get into the T-Law thing quite yet. I know he's a rookie. I know he's obviously young. But it's more of the uncertainty. And I know Nate is going to get all excited about LaVisca Chenault. And I'm starting to get a little bit excited, too. Um, DJ Chark as well. And they do have young talent. But I just need to see it first. He had a couple hiccups in college um, against really bad teams. So I just need to... I need that reoccurring. So I can't have him over guys like Russ and Aaron Rodgers just yet. Um, so I just need this just to see that, just to be reassured again. Okay. And Nate, who's your next highest available? My next highest available is Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, he might not be the most consistent guy, but the Seahawks, they, they invested in the wide receiver position in the past couple of years, and especially this year, you know, they got Dwayne Eskridge and then they went and grabbed a couple of guys that some people really like for the undrafted free agents at wide receiver. They seem like a team that is moving to supporting the passing game more. Uh, DK Metcalf said the day that the passing offense is moving to a lot of uh, short routes, intermediate routes, not just deep balls the entire time, which I think is actually going to help 
Russell Wilson out. So he'll be able to mix in those deep balls uh, and still be as efficient, but he'll get some more passing volume, which I think will help him out some more. Um, you know, he, he has that rushing upside. He's efficient. There's not much you don't like about Russell Wilson, except for the fact that Pete Carroll seems to hold him back every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Wilson, you know, with the trade rumors this year, with how they're investing into the wide receiver position, I think they're starting to let him kind of really control that team. And I'm willing to bet that, you know, the next couple of years look really good for Russell Wilson in fantasy football. You know, yeah, what you I want to say, you're talking about deep balls. That would have been a great segue to a manscape. <laughs> uh, but we don't have them anymore. It's a lot for nothing, manscape. But I want to say you're talking about, you know, controlling the team. And did you know that fantasy sports was created to give participants the GM experience of a sports franchise? There goes Nate. But as fantasy sports became more mainstream with more accessibility to player information, it became more about who got lucky in the draft and who got to the waiver wire fast enough to pick up a player. Traditional fantasy sports lacks reality and rewards luck. It's not realistic to only focus on player performance and to not consider contracts. Do NFL teams assemble their rosters without contracts? Of course not. What if you could create a game that was more like the real NFL? Allow me to introduce you to DynastyOwner.com. DynastyOwner incorporates a salary cap and assigns players their real-life NFL contracts. It is no longer all about player performance. Every contract matters. 2021 season for Dynasty Owner has just begun. And starting at $29, you can play a fantasy game that lets you face similar decisions that NFL general managers and owners face. Rookie drafts started June 4th, and startups run between then and September 10th. So you better hurry up and get in there now. Sign up to play with friends around the world and start your Dynasty today at www.dynastyowner.com. And our very own Rewind intern is doing a pros versus Joes with the guys over at Dynasty Dorks, I believe. So hit up at Rewind intern if you want in. He can get you in going to get you set up and we are the champions of the expert division last i checked can't take credit for mm-hmm. that guys did a fantastic job so we know that our next highest um i had trevor lawrence and phil had aaron Rodgers. um so what about uh chev who you got as your next highest available so i was i was debating even putting this guy on the list because there's so much uncertainty but i think Deshaun watson is such a great young talent that doesn't have much around him right now but he doesn't want to come back to the Texans either. So I can see him ending up maybe with the Broncos or somebody different that has more weapons than what he has now, and it's just a better run organization. Now the uncertainty is, does he even play this season? Does he play the next season? We really don't know with all, everything that's going on. He He's a knucklehead, man. I don't know what's true and what's not because I'm not part of the situation, but uh, that uncertainty is definitely questioning. But – he can play football very, very well. So if he comes back and plays, he's going to be a top five guy, I think. Again, I mean, he's done it the last three seasons. He's a guy that can throw it down the field. He can use his legs to extend plays, and he can run with the football as well. So I think at all three levels of the game where he's getting out of the pocket and whatnot, he's, a, he's extremely talented. Uh, and, I mean, he's somebody that when he's playing, he's a top five guy. So, All right, so, Nate, you would appear to be the tiebreaker here. So we got going on. Well, I can tell you I do not have Deshaun Watson, the next <laughs> highest. Um, if you asked me a couple months ago, he would have probably been in my top five. Right yeah. now, I am sticking away. Um, but if he is cleared of his charges and comes back and we're just talking about just football, then I do definitely have Deshaun Watson as a top five dynasty quarterback. Uh, his talent is undeniable, and the rushing upside is there. Plus, he's a really good throw of the ball. Um, I think that was it's kind of been underrated about him because people thought it was just D hop. And then last year, no one really paid attention to the Texans. 
but uh, he is a good throw of the ball. Uh, my next highest quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'm hopping on the rookie train. He's got uh, a good – I think Urban Meyer is going to be a good NFL coach, I think, at least for the offense. I'm not sure if he'll win a bunch of games, but I think the offense will do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Travis Etienne there. I like James Robinson there. I love LaVisca Chenault. Um, I, I even like DJ Chark and Marvin Jones. I think he has a good, solid cast right now, and I think they'll continue to surround him with talent. I think Trevor Lawrence is a you know an immediate impact player. It doesn't have the rushing upside of some of the guys we've already talked about, but you know my pro comparison for him was Andrew Luck. I think it gives you a very high floor, and you know also a, a decently high ceiling at the same time. So uh, I'm pretty happy with you know him in any kind of superflex league I have him in. Right. Um, I agree with everything you said. Although Nate, I will say I think he can run better than people give him credit for. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did see a lot of film on him in college, and I don't think that's going to be. You know, he's not going to try to run like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, or Jalen Hurts. He's gonna, you know, he, and I think he's probably going to be more like Justin Fields in the aspect of um, he's going to look to throw before he looks to run, but he can oh. do it. So he's like Joe Burrow, kind of running or. Um... Maybe even like Justin Herbert or, you know, Aaron Rodgers back in the day, you know, was a bit more mobile yeah. and got some rushing yards like that. You know, mm-hmm. Andrew Luck when, you know, before he was totally beat up, you know, he'll, he'll give you, you know, a couple hundred yards in the ground and probably three or four scores. It, it's not going to look pretty when he does it. You know what I mean? It's going to be an ugly looking run, but it's going to be effective. It's going to get you points. Um, sorry, Phil, you have Aaron Rodgers as your highest available. It is weird calling you Phil. I'm going to stop that. Have you got... <laughs> Deshaun Watson is your highest available yet. So, Nate, who do you got as your highest available? Yeah, my next is the guy I just talked about uh, in comparison to Trevor Lawrence, and that's Joe Burrow. Boom. I got these guys neck and neck, and I would have Joe Burrow above Trevor Lawrence, but coming off of the ACL injury, I'm going to give the edge to the rookie who's not coming off an injury. I think they're very similar in talent level. Um, Joe Burrow burst into the scene had one of the best seasons ever of any college football quarterback ever. Trevor Lawrence was a guy who's been like number one, you know, since high school, but Joe Burrow, he's got a great team around him on the offensive side. Um, the offensive line needs a little bit more help, but you know, the wide receivers there, if he gets the ball out of his hands, someone's catching it and they're making yards, they're getting touchdowns. I love Joe Burrow. If he comes back, you know, hundred percent healthy, he has some rushing upside too. He'll get a couple of touchdowns on the ground as well. Um, I, I can't hate Joe Burrow, and I think he's a top twelve quarterback, man. Yeah, if you catch me at the Turkey Bowl next season, I'll be slinging that pick. <laughs> so nine B is exactly where I should be at. But I, I went with Aaron. What I said, I added Chev to the list too. <laughs> I appreciate it, but I'm, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers after Deshaun Watson. I think I, as a Bears fan, man, I have watched Rodgers tear my heart away the last however many seasons he's been in the league, man. He is just absolutely incredible. I love Joe Burrow. He's right behind him. Uh, I just think Rodgers, he's got something to prove this season. I know he doesn't want to be in Green Bay, but he wants to end with a championship there, I think, the most, and then part his ways, his last dance, as they would say. So, Aaron Rodgers, man, he can throw the ball from any situation and make it look pretty. Uh, It's hard for me to go away from him. I, I hate having him on my team. I would never have him on my team probably ever again because it's just terrorizing to me watching him beat the Bears. But Aaron Rodgers, man, is just one of the one of those quarterbacks I really can't hate. It's like LeBron. Everybody's hating on him. 
I'm just respecting the talent and the abilities while I can because Aaron Rodgers, he probably has maybe five good years left and it's done. So you got to respect him even though you hate him. So, Chef, this is, this is the second time in two years that Green Bay has caused fantasy Twitter to go berserk. When Aaron Jones, we didn't know if he was going to come back, or that might have been earlier mm-hmm. this offseason. I don't remember. Yeah. And then it was EJ Dillon Twitter, which was terrible. <laughs> and, and then it was, was draft Twitter. Then it was Jordan Love, Jordan Love Twitter for a while. Remember? And now it's like Aaron Jones is back, Aaron Rodgers yeah. is back. It's, 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 Green Bay is killing me here, and I'm not even a Packers fan. So you guys are <laughs> right. All right. So, uh, but Chev, your highest was Deshaun. Pork's highest was. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, and then I know Chev, you had Aaron Rodgers after Deshaun, but Nate, who do you have as your next highest now? It's, okay, it's not Joe Burrow, though. Well, we already had Joe Burrow because that was All right. Yeah. Well, my next guy, another rookie. I'm going young on the quarterbacks, man. I like this quarterback class a lot. I got Justin Fields. I got Justin Fields right now as my quarterback 10. So do I. He is the man. <laughs> I mean, he was my 1B with Trevor Lawrence in this class. He went to the Bears. And I don't know, some people might not think the Bears are the best team to you know put a quarterback on, but I think Justin Fields is so talented. And he will be starting for that team this year. He's thrown to Allen Robinson. He's thrown to Darnell Mooney. He's got a good defense behind him, so he's not going to have to you know take too many chances. He'll be efficient. You know, there's something to be said for volume. You know, volume does really well. But efficiency also does really well. We've seen efficiency with Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson over the past couple of years. I think Justin Fields is going to be on that same level where he'll never have those super high volume uh, overall statistics for the whole season, but he'll have some big games, but he'll be efficient. He'll always be efficient. And he has that rushing upside. Justin Fields with a rushing upside. That's another thing. Sorry, I almost forgot that. But rushing quarterbacks, fantasy football. Hey, points are points. Yeah, that's true. And those touchdowns count too, don't they? Touchdowns are touchdowns. Justin Fields cracks the top 10. We have two more. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How can Fields crack the top Thank 10 you. when Thank I have you. I have Rodgers, Rodgers at nine? You said – Trust show. me. I, I love Fields. I love Fields. I love Fields too. Goddamn, because if we put Rodgers at below 10, he's going to wreck the Bears this season. If I have Rodgers at seven and he has him at nine, how do you get Fields at 10? Yeah. Put Rogers this time. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, the reason why is because of the consensus. Uh, Chev still has somebody ranked higher. You have Deshaun Watson. Who's still Dude, what? Watson's not going to get on this list. He's well, not. There you go. Boom. He's done. Just I can Watson out. So put Rogers at 10. There we go. Make him happy. I'm just scared. This is going to happen. Rogers is the guy that's complete, been in the league for how many God knows years, and he's been a top 10 guy every season. I love Fields, but I don't know if I can. I don't know Rogers if I go to sleep be, at night. Rogers can be a top five quarterback this year. I wouldn't doubt it. But five years from now, probably be out of the league. We're well, not going to be worried but, about five years from now. We're worried about this year. Right? This is value as how they don't understand this dynasty, but five years from now, dynasty? Nah. I was told you're supposed to play in a hashtag two to three year window. Yes. <laughs> three to five window. Okay, Rodgers is probably going to be playing from three years from now. It's likely. He will be. I mean, Maybe. I don't know. If he's playing maybe. the MVP level last year, that's not going to dip in the next two to three years. 
Also, I only have two teams that play in a three to five window, and they did really bad last year. <laughs> Hold on a second, <laughs> Phil. False because you saw how fast Peyton Manning dropped off. Peyton Manning was good for freaking 5,000 years before that, and he had neck surgery. But he went and got some, some freaking, just I don't saying. know what you got kind some stem of cell spinal tap. Yes, thank you. It's a spinal tap. Freaking stem cell <laughs> research on his neck came back, and that was an anomaly. He threw all them touchdowns. You know, something was going to get jacked up. He's freaking pumped up on Toradol and freaking going wild. It wore off. He's and he and he was old. Was he it was like Brett Favre, man? Brett Favre was getting a cortisone shot every week. Yeah, that's actually wore that's off. The his, his back fell away. Just his yeah. back just fell out. Poor, yeah, the whole spine. That's why he's wearing copper tone now. <laughs> I was about Jerry to Rice, that. man. All star team. All star team. Jerry Rice. Madden next year. Jerry Rice. Freaking Brett Favre. About to be Larry Fitzgerald. You're like, you're like Madden going through team select, and it's like <laughs> Copper Tone All Stars. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, that bumped Justin Fields down to number eleven. Um, so, Phil, we'll start with you. Who is your next highest ranked player available? My next highest ranked player available is Mr. Matthew Stafford. Um, he's going to LA Rams with three amazing wide receivers. And yes, I said three. I don't want any slander here. Um, and I, unfortunately, the whole thing happened with Cam Akers. Um, that was going to be a big, big uh, production from them, from that backfield. Now they got Daryl Henderson. And it's it's kind of like, you know, they got Jake Funk and they got to worry about Xavier Jones, who I think is not good at all, but maybe he got better. But Matthew Stafford was stuck in Detroit. Um, only receivers he's ever had was Megatron, who's going to the Hall of Fame now. So now he gets Robert Woods, gets Cooper Cup. He gets uh, Tyler Higby, which I'm not really high on. Um, I do like Jacob Harris, though. Um, but he's going to elevate that offense with Sean McVay, and he's going to have at least 40 touchdowns this year. I can just tell just by the way he's playing. Um, just in practice, they need to stay away from him so he doesn't jam his finger again. That would be nice to uh, nice to see. Um, they also have a good defense there too with Aaron Donald and and Ramsey. So I feel as though they're going to they're going to go to the moon and possibly be a Super Bowl contender with Stafford on that team. Okay, all right. So Stafford is Pork's next highest, and Nate, how about yourself? My next highest is a guy that. Uh... Kyle Yates really likes it's, it's Trey Lance. You know, he's got the rushing upside. He's got the big arm. He's got Kyle Shanahan. Hey, the rookies, bro. The rookies, man. The rookies. I like this class a lot. After this, though, honestly, the next four, uh, Mac Jones and Zach Wilson are pretty far down my list. Quarterback <laughs> rankings. Cool. This, this top three, I really do like this top three. Uh, so I got Trey Lance as my, my next highest. Um, Man, Kyle Shanahan quarterbacks plus the rushing upside. Remember how good RG3 was his rookie year? Remember how good that offense was? How open those wide receivers were? How often RG3 ran the ball? If we can see something similar to that, I think Trey Lance is actually a more complete quarterback than RG3 coming out. So, I mean, the ceiling is the limit for Trey Lance. He could revolutionize the NFL, you know, depending on what we see this year and next year. Did you say the ceiling is the limit? The ceiling <laughs> is always the limit, Mike. Well, that's I mean, I'm just 
That's going to get quoted. We can say the ceiling is unlimited, technically, because the world just keeps going. <laughs> the ozone <laughs> is the limit, man. Yes, the ozone ceiling is the limit. Chef, who's your next highest available quarterback? Yeah, so the next guy I have is going to be Stafford as well. But I think the third wide receiver Porkman is talking about is Deshaun Jackson. I'm just going to throw that out there. I know Pork's a big uh, Philly guy. Oh, see, there, look, he's a Philly fan. That's why he knows. Yeah, I'm right, and he's yeah, wrong. Yeah, he's going to get freaking hurt. And week two, Van Jefferson's going to come in and catch 50,000 catches and 10,000 yards. Oh, all right. You know, you know it's about to get real when Porkman <laughs> moves his mic forward and moves his fans a little bit closer. So heads up on that. I didn't mean to trick you there, Pork, but I'm going with Stafford as well. <laughs> all right. Well, that would make a consensus. We have two. My next one was actually Baker Mayfield as my next highest available. Excuse me? Yes, that's what I said. Oof. Why why Baker that high, Mike? Y'all need to listen to that one. I know he's got some good good piece around him, though. Does he? I would think so. Is so I would love to hear what Mike Harrison said. Got an aging Jarvis Landry and OBJ. He's got DPJ. If all if it makes you feel any better, I have Trey Lance right after him. I'm not the biggest Trey Lance believer out there. I'm not a hater. I'm just not on board as hard as everybody else is. Yeah. Um, Mike understands the ceiling is the limit. <laughs> sometimes um, <laughs> he's a good thing, and I think he is a very good and safe pick. So, like, remember when Baker was the quarterback too in Super Bowl? That was not fun. ever on my board. No, not ever on my board. I never had him that high. Um, but you know, I, I do think the offense is good. You know, you got Cream Hunt there. You got uh, Nick Chubb. Who did he officially sign? That yes. yet? he did officially sign that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we do have some. Uh, this is the, first of all, that's a fantastic <laughs> official butthole. <laughs> butthole. <laughs> Seth Robertson, week two is too much credit. <laughs> and, uh, Facebook user Djax sustained a soft tissue injury during this pod. <laughs> He's out five to 12 weeks. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That, that Colts team is just going downhill quick. They lose That's Quinn cool. Nelson now. Ugh. My next guy up is Jacob Eason. Um, oh, also, no. I saw somebody saying on uh, – they were commenting on uh, an Eagles podcast I listened to. Like, oh, Carson Wentz screws the, the Eagles again. It's like the front office has been screwing this team for years. It's not him. And apparently – he sustained this injury in high school. In high school. Yeah, they said somebody stepped on his foot, and then the bone came out. So he's been playing. Because it was just jarred in there from high school. So he's been playing. And they said it was a, and it was a clean, they said it was a clean surgery. They, get, they said they gave five to 12 weeks because they wasn't sure what it was going to look like when they got in. They went in. <clears throat> they took the bone out. And they said it was a clean <laughs> surgery. So it's going to be closer. Like good without that bone? Yeah, I mean, I guess so because it, like, it was I a list break out of my foot, and I'll be okay. Well, it was a bone that was already freaking jacked up, so they just took out the jacked up bone that you don't need, obviously. That he's had an issue with since high school. Surgery went fine, so it's going to be closer to the five weeks than the twelve weeks. So it's probably going to be like week two. He come back. Jake Easton's going to ball out week one, like we say. Five well, for that's 14, me and say. one yards, no touchdowns, three picks. Yep, let's go. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Porkman said you don't need that bone. I think you need all your bones. I feel like there's not just like useless bones in your body. Yeah, there is. Like ribs, you can take out ribs you don't need. 
You know, just take out floating ribs. I mean, like my appendix, maybe, not my bones. <laughs> I know of one useless bone that you get when you get married. But that being said, you know, <laughs> if you have Carson Wentz as your starting quarterback, what I'm going to tell Speak you for yourself. is don't overreact. I've seen people like in leagues like, why can't I put him on IR yet? I need to trade for something. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. Sometimes you have to wait until the, the news settles. Don't overreact to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Everybody calm down. Right? No. Yeah, cool off. <laughs> it's not what Twitter's about. <laughs> not about calming down. I know. That's Full crazy. speed all day. That's right. Yeah. So um, that is our top 10 list, and I will go over it again. One 12. More. Top 12. Top 12. Sorry, Bob's got me. <laughs> we got Patrick Mahomes, or as a guy in my one league calls him, Mahomes. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, forgive me, Rain Prescott, uh, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, and Matthew Stafford. That is our top 12. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Until we had, or before we head out, Chef, do you have anything for us by chance? Yes. You better uh, for a week. Oh, man. Yeah, I've got one. Got one little one available. It's going to be Proverbs 12 25. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Plain and simple, man. Putting anxiety on people for reasons that are not going to happen. You should just always have a good word to say to them. Don't give them more stress. Be cheerful of them. Uh, Praise them when the little things happen. Praise them when the big things happen. And always be by their side. Uh, Be there to pick them up when they need you. I know we talk about this a lot. It seems like I say the same thing every week. But, man, I think it's just what we need. It's just what God's been putting on my heart. It's been what uh, the Bible has been preaching to me and showing me uh, every time I open it up. So uh, go go love each other. Kind words. Don't put anxiety on anybody else. Love each other. Uh, and be kind. All right, Chef. Thank you very much. Great words from a great man. And, Chef, until next time, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at Chef Boyardee, Boy with a Night, or uh, PFF. I do videos now. <laughs> all right and nate where can we find you you can find me at nate nfl all right and phil how about yourself you can find me at ff Porkman. all right and we're at ff only fans just remember <laughs> 3.99 a month gets you everything you never knew that you wanted you get feet cheeks and bacon grease and if you are so inclined, you can follow me on Twitter at Rewind CEO. I'd prefer you follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Make sure you sign up for the best, best ball app out there that is Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code Rewind. You get $25. Play for free, up to 25 bucks. You cannot beat that. And if you sign up, let me know. I would love to join a slow draft with you. Um, that's about it. So that's going to wrap us up. I'm really glad that everybody came and hung out and we are going to go do a Patreon show. And just so you know, if you're not a patron, you would be missing out on looks like Dan just put something up. Who's up late with Dan Rozier. You can find him on Twitter at the B league says, I don't know what it is. I didn't have a chance to open it yet. So I'm going to go check that out. You guys should do the same till next time. Be kind. Please rewind. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, be kind, please rewind.